welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hello everyone, this is Natalina, the host of the Rise Up For You podcast. Thank you for joining us here today. We are going to be talking with Jane Whiting, who is a relationship and ancestral healing coach who empowers passionate women to break free from the wounds of their past so they can experience the life and the love that they deserve. Although she works with women, this episode is definitely also geared towards men. So I encourage you to listen, whether you're a man or a woman, to this episode as she dives into how to heal from the inside out in regards to your relationships and moving forward in life. Jane is a wife, a mother, a grandmother, and former registered nurse who has been passionately pursuing her spiritual growth for decades. Jane knew she had to take responsibility for her life, and you will hear a little bit about that in the episode, and she realized that she had to stop blaming everyone else and begin her own journey of self-discovery and healing. The same universal laws of relationship and meditations that Jane used to heal her life and her relationships forms the foundation for the very powerful work that Jane does today with her clients. You are going to enjoy this episode. There's a lot of great information about how we can continue to rebuild our relationships with our parents, our family members, our children, our ancestors, and with ourselves. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Jane, thank you so much for joining us today. It's an honor to have you on the show. We always like to start off by letting the audience get to know our guest. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're currently doing? Yes, thank you, Netta. It is such an honor to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I am I'm very normal. I'm a um, relationship and ancestral healing coach, which might sound a bit sort of off the scale, but um, my I just have a, a passion to help women like me make the most of their lives, heal their lives, and heal their relationships. Okay, so tell us a little bit um, about how you got into this field, I guess. Was there a particular aha moment, or what was that, that moment for you where you said, this is the field that I want to go into and provide service with? Well, I... I Look, to be honest, I had a lot of baggage from my childhood and um, it was really only when I, after I married and um, had young children, I hit a really big wall because I was carrying so much negativity, so much resentment and so much hurt, so much pain uh, in my in my body and in my energy body, my physical body, I, I, it was just so toxic. And the thing is I realised in myself that I had to stop blaming everybody else for how I was feeling and from where I was at and start taking responsibility for my life. And I had a very, um, I was really, as a really small child, I had a very strong connection with the divine or God or whatever you want to call it. But then as 
I, you know, as I became a bit older, say 10 years old, went into adolescence, I completely lost my faith and it made me very bitter and I was very rebellious and defiant and I guess really all my behaviour was really more than anything hurting myself. And so I started seeking spiritually. I started looking into, um, I started reading books and doing courses and I think the biggest aha moment was the realisation that everything that I was doing, all all negative emotion that I was projecting out onto others, especially my mum, I was very resentful towards my mum, was just coming back at me and was causing major issues in my life and especially in my relationship with my husband. I knew that if I didn't get my act together, that my marriage wasn't going to last. And also I knew that I was just going to pass on the same, um, the legacy of, of um, really low self-worth and total disempowerment and resentment and anger. I knew I was going to pass it on to my children. How could I be a good mother when I was carrying all this negative emotion? And it was a, it was a big, um, it was a big aha moment. I mean, it's taken me a long time to get to where I am now. The, Um, most recent 10 or more years have been like a really fast journey but that was a big catalyst uh, for me for change it's so interesting and thank you for sharing all of that um you know as women we tend to kind of all carry that same pattern where anything that we've gone through or you know maybe some of the experiences that we have in our life we carry it we really do carry it with us and we have a hard time releasing it and letting it go and sometimes we forget or we don't realize that subconsciously everything that we hold on to shows up in what we're doing, whether it's showing up at work or showing up with our family, showing up with our kids, showing up in the way that we walk into a room and whatnot. So what is, I know that you're doing some amazing work with women. Um, tell us a little bit more about what that looks like and, and kind of how you're guiding through this process. How I guide my clients through the process, is that what you mean? Yeah, just tell us a little bit more about um, what you do with the women. Well, I teach them about the universal laws of relationship. I I really share with them what I learned on my own journey of healing. And what I learned was that there's certain primary relationships that are um, set the benchmark, that are are key relationships that we, we have to make peace within ourselves regarding them if we want to have a happy, fulfilled life. And um, these these laws of relationship actually have nothing to do with the other. This is not about anybody else taking any responsibility for anything. This is totally, this just totally sits with us. And the, the number one primary relationship is our relationship with our parents. And any um, negativity or um, resentment, you know, all those negative emotions that I was feeling, anything that we hold towards our parents. And from my experience, because my, my issues were with my mum, particularly with my mum, because the, the mother-child relationship in times gone by, and still is, even though we've, we've completely disconnected from it, was a very sacred relationship. I mean, childbirth and, and pregnancy was, was sacred. And I had a realisation that my mother carried me in her womb. Her blood flowed through every cell and organ of my body. How could I be so angry and so resentful towards her? It was so 
damaging. It was so corrosive to me. It was such a violation of the feminine, of the sacred feminine. And so I, these, I think um, I share these lessons with my clients, the universal laws of relationship, the, at the absolute crucial need of honouring our father and our mother, no matter what has happened, um, because there's a much bigger picture here. There's, there's much more going on than what we see in the day-to-day level. So I, I focus very much on that relationship, especially the mother, because often with women that's – it depends on the client actually, but I find often women have mother issues. Then the father, um, our father relationship, because our father plays a, a huge role as well. He is equally important. The masculine and feminine are equally important. And the thing is that when we have problems in these relationships, they're so damaging to our masculine and feminine selves and um, also I focus on our partner relationship because this is the relationship. I mean, when we look at the world at large, we don't do well in relationships and we certainly don't do well in partner marriage relationships. And problems in this relationship, if we have problems in our relationship with our parents, then it sets us up for big battles, major difficulties in our partner relationship. And you know, this has been my observation, certainly in my own life, but again and again and again and again with the women that I work with and just with people in in um, in everyday life, uh, that if until we make peace with our parents, it's a, a handicap for having happy relationships, particularly partner relationships, and then um, and also our partner relationship is a mirror. It, it's it's there to serve our growth more than any other relationship in the sense that it brings up our unfinished business, those unhealed aspects of ourselves, those part of ourselves that, that we want to deny, we want to project onto others and blame them for, you know, you don't make me feel good about me, you make me feel unworthy, you make me feel, you know, they bring up our charges and then we blame them, not recognising the fact that actually they're doing us a service because they're helping us in our growth. And so this is a really big relationship that I work on with my clients, including X, including X, because um, sometimes the women, often the women I work with are in long-term relationships, but then often they're not. And either's good. It doesn't matter. And actually I'm really passionate about this relationship too because problems in our partner marriages, partners or marriages relationship, has deeply impacts our children. And then our children take on their beliefs, because we take on our beliefs and programs and our views on life from our parents and we pass it on to our children. So somebody has to break the cycle somewhere. And when we look at the youth of today, the children of today, they've got a lot to cope with and it's so important and I emphasise this so much, and this is what I recognised in my own life, was that I was passing on my baggage to my children. I was setting them up for failure in their relationships because of the role model that I was providing. And then another, um, and this just makes my heart sing, and also so that means we have to create peace with our children as well. Um, But I find that the primary relationships are the ones where the people carry, that those two first relationships that I've mentioned are the ones where people carry the most hurt. Although surprising, there are you know a lot of people out there that aren't speaking with their children either, and it's it's so damaging to ourselves to not have a happy, loving relationship with our children. So that um, they're the um, 
it's the day-to-day relationships that I work on. But then on a bigger level, everything about us, uh, uh, you know, from the colour of our hair, the colour of our eyes, to our beliefs and programs, our cultural identity, our cultural identity, our beliefs about money, um, our beliefs about our sense of worth, you know, how much we can achieve in our lives, uh, is influenced by our ancestors. So we are con- are a continuum of our ancestors, and I feel that so tangibly now. I can feel that web of life that is connecting me to generations and generations of my foremothers and forefathers from times gone by who lived in times that were very, very different to what we're experiencing now, particularly my foremothers. I feel a very strong connection to them because of my own wounded feminine and many of the struggles and challenges that I have experienced in my life and and, well, in fact, all of them are not isolated to me alone, nor to my mother, but are, are a continuum of my ancient mothers, and my, or even as close as my grandmothers and my great grandmothers. I've had profound experiences and dreams, and wet buckets of tears when I've realised how difficult their lives have been, and many of them are still holding on to their pain and their stories and their unfinished business on the other side and I think uh, that for many of us who've been on the journey of spiritual growth for a long time and if we're still hitting up against brick walls I think for many this is the um, the key to opening the door to to freedom because our ancestors have a play a huge role in our lives. They have a huge influence on us. And I don't know what nationality you are, Ned, but the the Eastern cultures know this. The shamans know this. They've never forgotten it. But in our Western world, we have forgotten that. We largely don't acknowledge our ancestors. We dismiss them. We think, well, you know, they're dead and gone now, so who needs to know about them, you know. And that is so disrespectful to them because they, many of them, made tremendous sacrifices. They lived in times that were very difficult. They often um, had to endure horrendous situations, difficult work lives. And the men, our, our forefathers, you know, carried the sole responsibility of providing for their families. And if that legacy is passed on and is not appreciated, then they can be really peeved. And lack of gratitude is, in many ways, one of the biggest problems facing humanity in today's world. 100%. 100%. Yeah, yeah. And so this applies to our ancestors also. And once I've, when I work with my clients and once they start opening up and recognising the, that they have um, a, a family on the other side, like an entourage, like a cheering squad of literally hundreds of ancestors who are watching them and and the fact that we, when they realise that we know that they're there and when they realise that we're actually, when we start opening up the lines of communication with them, which is very simple, it doesn't have to be hard at all, uh, it, it gives them so much joy and the love that comes back to us, like, like, 
my clients often shed tears as I do, even on a daily basis when I tune into my ancestors in my, in my heart and just connect with them and offer them love. Often I shed tears because of the magnitude of the love that comes back to me. And once we um, start working with them and connecting with them and communicating with them, they can become a tremendous force of good in our lives. They can become our allies and open doors for us. Because from my understanding, when we pass over, because there's a bit of an illusion and it was certainly was my belief that when we pass over it's all love and light and everything's beautiful on the other side and if we've been if we're spiritually conscious and aware and we've done a lot of work on ourselves or if we're not carrying a lot of fear or pain or um, regrets then certainly we may have a great um, passage on the other side a great um, departure or um, can't even think of the right word but um passing over into the higher realms of light. But if, we've, if we have unfinished business, which a lot of us have, especially our ancestors, because they lived in times where they, they didn't have the freedom to pursue their dreams like we do. They, there were a lot of um, society placed a lot of, even more so than what we have now, a lot of very, I can, it's like a straitjacket. They didn't have the opportunity, especially for women, they couldn't own their voice, they couldn't speak their truth. They, they um, were Often in their lives they were at, were at the mercy of the men in their lives or the people that had power over them. They couldn't um, work often. They certainly couldn't have a bank account. They couldn't own property. They couldn't vote. They were so disempowered, so undervalued, treated so badly often. If they felt pregnant out of wedlock, then they carried the guilt for that for the rest of their lives. Uh, and, and that is a huge one because they didn't have contraception. If a man approached them sexually and they rejected him, then they either had to, sometimes they had to pay really big consequences for that or else they went along with it. If they felt pregnant, then they carried the, the enormous guilt. So there's so much pain and suffering that we've inherited, not only from our ancestors, you know, from our own bloodline of ancestors, but from the, our collective ancestry because ultimately we're all connected. And this is this guilt and shame is affecting us and holding us back. It explains a lot of the fear that we as women sometimes find this, like my daughter said to me only recently, she said, I feel so guilty. I've got this guilt and I don't even know where it's coming from. And I had experienced that same guilt. It was like, where is this coming from? And then not long after that, I had an experience when my grandmother came to me and I'm not particularly psychic, but I just have these experiences now with my ancestors. And she said, um, and so you don't need to have any particular gifts to have this ancestral communication. But she was so sad. In fact, I've got a couple of grandmothers, great-grandmothers who were in a similar situation where they had to get married in, in a hurry because they were pregnant. And they carried that guilt their whole married life. This one grandmother, she was ostracised by the family. She had a very difficult life. And she was still holding on to that on the other side. And I was feeling it, and so was my daughter. So when we had, when we, when I started talking to her, the love that came to me, the gratitude, the appreciation, and the healing that happened, my guilt was gone, completely gone. 
So and and then I pass it on to my children also. It just flows to them naturally. So that was a, a tremendous experience for me. Of wow, we are not separate from our ancestors. A lot of the pain that we are experiencing, or the conditions of our life, the relationship problems, are a continuum of the relationship issues. And it's like karma. We can call it karma, but karma is just a lesson. It's a teacher. It's not a punishment. So it was a continuum of my ancestral karma lessons from our foremothers. And so this, I think, is probably one of the reasons why we are, I mean, we're faced with challenges in every area of our lives, but it starts with our relationships. If our relationships are struggling, if we're, if we're carrying on to hurt and pain, if we're unhappy in our relationships, it flow it definitely affects our sense of worth. It flows into every area of our lives. And I found with me in my um, coaching business, since I've had, you know, even more shifts, tremendous shifts, especially with my ancestors, I've found like here I am now speaking to you on the other side of the world, which I do pretty much, I do on a weekly basis these days. I'm speaking to someone on, on a call, a tele-summit, or my, my whole world's open up to me now because I've, made peace with those primary relationships and I really mean peace in my heart, including my ancestors. And so that's a big part of the work that I do, Neda, but also I work at the soul level. So we not only – it's all this knowledge is wonderful when I, I share with my clients how to connect with their ancestors, but we also do guided soul journeys where we work energetically to – um, awaken our heart to heal our hurts and we connect with the souls of other people significant people in our lives starting with those primary relationships parents partner ex-partner children ancestors and exchange light and love at that level gratitude and communicate at that level because that energy exchange is is tremendously healing and it flows it, it flows from that higher realm that soul realm down into our everyday life. Although we can't determine in what way or when or how changes and shifts will happen, but first and foremost, it creates peace within us. And as we change, those around us change. It, it's just the nature of energy and how it works. I think that the work that you're doing is so incredible, and and it's because you know we live in a in a society now, and I and I know you know this, Shane, where. We feel so much within our body, within our mind, and we ignore it, right? Or we we turn to these materialistic things or these shallow aspects in the world that we try to fill as our void. And very rarely do we really take the time as human beings, particularly women, to sit and really, you know, really dive into our soul, really dive into the internal and really, really work on the relationships, whether it's with ourselves, with our parents and with our loved ones, to, to really come to light and to, and to heal properly. Um, so I think that what you're doing by tackling and really pinpointing the relationships and one's soul is spot on for what we truly need as human beings. Look. Thank you. That's It's so true. And it, the world needs it so badly right now. Look at the state of the world. We're so damaged. Our feminine has been damaged and violated for, you know, I think it's about 5,000 years. And now is our time. Now is our time to step into our power, to step into our feminine selves, to get connected in our heart centre, to connect, to communicate from our, our feminine, to really 
own what makes us women and because it's safe to do so. And the men, we owe it to the men in our lives. We owe it to our children. We owe it to ourselves first and foremost. But sometimes I find as we, with the women I work with, they can't do that. So I say to them, if you can't do it for yourself, do it for your children and because that will come back to you. And it's just... It's the time. It's it's the planetary forces are, are in alignment now. We are being supported in unprecedented ways. It wasn't possible for our foremothers. It wasn't possible even for me at my age, for my mother. And there's no point in blaming anybody because that is so damaging to ourselves. And also I can see it so clearly now that if I was like, if I was born in my mother's time with a with the experiences that she had with a she had a really sad, difficult life. If I was her, I would have done the same thing because I didn't have the tools and there weren't you couldn't read books on spirituality. There weren't podcasts and calls like this. So there weren't people, other women that we could turn to because this sort of thing wasn't discussed. It wasn't safe to do so. You weren't it was taboo. So it's the time, I'm, and this is why I'm so passionate about it, because it is our time. It is, we are, you know, women are stepping up now in roles, in roles all around the world that we've never, ever filled before, and the world needs it. Jane, I think that you're you're absolutely right. For any of the women that are listening right now that are ready to kind of make this transition that feel that there's that there's some healing that needs to be done, I guess what's the first thing that they can focus on? Taking responsibility for their lives. Stop blaming everybody else because it, you can't change anybody else, but you can change yourself. And, and know that you have the power within you to do that. And once we start truly taking responsibility and I have humility because every relationship is teaching us something and even if somebody's really been horrible to us and hurt us very deeply just know that in some way it serves your growth Um, and and we've all had many lifetimes we've all been and we've all been there done that we've all given you know hurt others and we've all been deeply hurt so take back your power um, own your worth and take responsibility for your lives that's 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 just that's everything I think that that is probably the best advice that you can give and I I agree 100% with you and as you mentioned we're we're in this world where we would just want to blame other people for everything. And we forget that, you know, certain things are given to us for a reason. We might not know the reason at that time, but it, there is a purpose behind it. Jane, it's been so great to talk with you. I'd love to jump into the power section, if you don't mind. Sure. What's one book that you've read that's had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us? It's a book called Soul Love, and it was written by a lady called Sinea Roman. Um, and... It, uh, and that's that the journeys, the soul journeys that they that she writes about in this book, um, are the similar to the soul journeys that I use in my coaching program. And it was one of those books when I picked it up, it had a picture of a, a heart jewel on the on the front cover, and I just it just mesmerized me. And it was one of those books that I've read again and again and again, and I bought many copies, and I used to give it to all my clients. So it has had a profound impact on my life. Wonderful. And what's one thing that you've accomplished that you're incredibly proud of? 
Oh, look, I'm just, I'm so proud of where I am now. I'm so grateful to myself for the fact that I woke up and I took responsibility for my life, that I stopped being a victim and blaming everybody else um, because it has given me such fulfilment and peace, inner peace. No matter what's going on around me, I have this sense of peace within me and I'm so grateful that I did that. I'm so proud of that. And are there any routines or, you know, anything that you do to po- to get a positive rise in your life? Maybe a daily routine, something that you do every morning? Most definitely. And I think this is really important. I think we have to make time every day, preferably at the beginning and at the end of the day if possible. I, I start my day, I, I pray, I meditate, I always tune into my ancestors, um, I have, a, I do have a daily meditation practice. I use breath work, um, but my my focus is inward about connecting with my inner presence of light, my inner God, or whatever you want to call it, within me. That I want to connect with that inner sanctuary with my, within my heart center. It's my passion, and so I have a daily practice, morning and night, and um, I say ten prayers, ten points of gratitude every night. But I set the tone. I, I. I it's so important to start the day off on a, on a good tone. So if, if we start the day in prayer, connecting with that inner presence within us and um, perhaps setting up a tone for whatever lies ahead to be a great day. And um, I have a sense of, I have an altar and a sense of, I really nurture that sense of sacredness now because we've lost that as well and I think we need to to find that sense of sacredness firstly within ourselves so that we recognise it in all life. So I think that is really important. Even if it's only a 10-minute practice, it it really opens doorways to to the infinite within us and we need to do that because we have so much anxiety, so much depression, we're so hyper-stimulated we need to go within. Mm, I, I couldn't agree more. Jane, thank you again for joining us. Is there anything that we didn't get a chance to talk about that you want to say or share with us? Maybe your, your last piece of golden nugget. My last piece of golden nugget, Nada, is to connect with your ancestors. Just make a heart connection. Just have a curiosity about them. Even if it's just to say, my dearest ancestors, I don't know anything about you, but I just want to tell you how grateful I am because of the legacy that you have given me. Everything about me is because of you, and I honour you, I respect you, and I'd love to get to know you more. Thank you so much, Jane. How do we stay connected with you? How do we support you? How do we get in touch? Well, I um, my business is Quantum Coaching with Jane, so that's my website. Um, I have um, a, a group, a Facebook group called Clearing Relationship and Ancestral Blocks, to self-worth, love and fulfilment and um, I, you know, I have webinars, I have a group program coming up, I do one-on-one coaching So, and I also have a business um, Facebook page, Quantum Coaching with Jane and you can friend me on Facebook, Jane Whiting and yes, that's, that's it. Thank you so much again for joining us and thank you for waking up early. <laughs> Thank you so much, Neda. I'm so grateful to you. Thank you so much for for your fantastic work and what you're doing and for getting this message out into the world, for empowering women. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
I hope you enjoyed that podcast episode. If so, please share it with your friends and your family. You can post it on social media and just help us spread the word. We would really, really appreciate it. And if you haven't already, you can head over to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast and let us know how we're doing. You can leave us a review and a rating of the podcast because we would love to know how we're doing and we want your help to be better. Plus, this really is one of the best ways to support our podcast rise up for you. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Podcast Directory, Blueberry, and of course, if you head over to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, you can check out all of the show notes and listen to the podcast on the website. Thank you again for tuning in to Rise Up For You. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.